This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I wonder if he misses his desk and his lecture hall and uh, I've got to find out the truth. Is there somebody that brings you tea or coffee at the university? I'm just wondering, you know, I just wonder how things work. Are you missing that? Someone's saying, hi, hi uh, Dion, your, your tea's here. Brad, we do, do not have anyone who brings us tea. Uh, we, we, we make our own tea and coffee. I do miss seeing students and colleagues mm. uh, in the hallways and you know that 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 is such a blessing. You know, being being in community with people is is an incredible gift. I miss that tremendously. Mm. But you know, I'm I'm happy with my ideas, and I, I miss my books. Isn't that I'm a strange sure. thing to say? <laughs> so, but I'm happy with my ideas and connecting with students there in the second week of exams at the moment. Wow. And. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going on. It's going on. Mm. Before we get stuck into our conversation around love today, Dion, we, we, we're chatting about water. Are you, a, are you a tap water person? Do you do a bottled water, reverse osmosis? I mean, what, uh, uh, we 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 poking our nose into everybody's water drinking affairs this morning. I, I'm, a, I'm just a, an ordinary tap water person. We're yeah. very fortunate where we live to have, to have great quality water. Um, occasionally in Stellenbosch, actually not so great. Uh, I know occasionally people get upset stomachs and things from tap water there. But wherever I go, I tend to drink tap water. Obviously in, in South Africa. Yes, I'm yes. Travelling elsewhere in the world, then uh, yeah, then I, I, I remember once going to uh, Sudan and uh, Central African Republic, uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo, and actually travelling with water. From South Africa, you know, for <laughs> yeah. short sort of two days of taking my own water. But Why yeah, not? I'm a tap water guy. Yeah, there you go. So, Dion, you know, we had somebody, uh, uh, we have um, Dumini Yanni Palso with us every Thursday morning at 7.30. Oh, he brings us a Christian wonderful. perspective on the news. And this morning yes. he got stuck into the most beautiful conversation around love in the context of uh, our Christian response and perspective around what's happening in South Africa and in the world. And put a goofy smile on my face because I knew not too long after you'd be delving into a very similar topic around love. So um, I'm going to take you and our listeners to the book of Romans and, and hear what you've got for us this morning. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I mean, that, that, actually, it's not amazing. That's the work of the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know, uh, bringing through what we need to hear. And, and I'm so grateful for that confirmation, Brad. Yeah, this has been living within me, you know, for, uh, for about two weeks now. Um, you'll remember three weeks ago, we spoke about Black Lives Matter mm. and, and, you know, all of the struggles that we have in the world. Um, I've been spending quite a lot of time um, with communities around Cape Town, particularly those who are, are facing exceptional, exceptional needs at the moment, um, in, in our, very much in our poorer, less resourced areas. Yeah. And, and just being reminded again that, you know, we, we need a kind of social solidarity. We need a, a social structure that is an expression of the values of the kingdom of God. Now, often when we use that kind of language, people think, what the heck are you talking mm. about? <laughs> now, the reality is often when we think about love, we personalize it. We make it about individuals. So I, I know I love my wife, and, and I'm so grateful that she loves me, and I know that I love my children, and I'm so grateful that they love me and occasionally listen to me. <laughs> but, you know, Brad, it, it, it suddenly... 
something happens when we enter from the personal, my relationship with Megan, into the structural. When we begin to say, actually what we want to do is we want not just to have the fruit of loving each other, but we want to structure our lives in a way in that our children begin to experience what it feels like to grow up in a loving environment. Mm. You see that that becomes something structural. It, it, it has a sort of political power to it because we're, we're, we're structuring the household, the polis, uh, around what it means to be loving. Yeah. For example, in our home, we deal with conflict in certain ways. We, we always ask the question, if I have a disagreement with someone um, and I need to engage them on that disagreement, is, is the way in which I'm engaging them something that Jesus would say, well done, you, you, you dealt with that well? Would, would Jesus say amen to the way in which we deal with difference or conflict uh, or hardship? So, so you can see that, that love is not just a personal thing. It's also structural. Now, Paul actually deals with this beautifully in Romans chapter 12, verses 9 to 21. And I really want to encourage our listeners, please, if you can, Go and read this passage, Romans 12, verses 9 to 21. Now, listen to what he says. He says, love must be sincere. Mm. In fact, in the Greek, it's even stronger than that. It says, it, it says love must be, must be true. It must be authentic. It must, yeah. be, it must be strong. Then he says, hate what is evil and cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself. Verse 11, never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual service serving the Lord. Now, verse 12. This is the one I want you to, to hear. He says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and be faithful in prayer. Verse 13. Share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. Mm. Now, I have that verse, verse 12. It is a reminder in my calendar. Yeah. Um, every Monday morning at 8 a.m., you know, I use it on my phone. It goes dip, dip, and up comes Romans 12, verse 12. Be joyful in hope be patient in affliction, and be faithful in prayer. Because, Brad, what that does is it reminds me, as I'm entering into the week, as I'm going into meetings, as I'm having to deal with perhaps a student who's unhappy about their mark, or a parent who feels, you know, that we should be doing something different, or a church leader who's taken exception at something I've written or said, or even one of my staff, you know, I have Mm. a responsibility of a little department. I'm constantly thinking... How should I engage with these situations in a way which, which people can say, when I've encountered Dion, I've encountered something of Jesus in him. So I, I really want to encourage our listeners today to say, how can you make your love stronger? How can you move it from the personal, just from loving those whom you like to love, into saying, I want to love the structures of the society in which I operate, my environment, my, my community, my colleagues in a way which will bring the kingdom of God, the transformation to justice and peace and grace, and of course, most of all, the experience of love. I'm really moved by this uh, statement that you've made. In fact, while you were just talking, I've been writing it down. And I've been thinking a little bit about all the listeners this morning, and we've had a really great interaction around this conversation of water and more. And I've just, I've just suddenly, this really struck me, Dion, to be able to say, and I wrote my own name in here with little uh, inverted commas, and anyone's name could go in here, but... 
to have this as a goal for a, uh, for your day in some way, shape, or form to influence somebody's life to such a point, Dion, where they say, I've encountered Brad today, or Dion today, or if I look to the right here, some of the names on my screen, a Freddie, or a Dennis, you know, or or Andre. And so I've encountered Christ. I, I mean, to to have somebody say that or feel that, could there be any greater accomplishment by the God's grace for any day to touch somebody's life in a way that they've seen Jesus? I mean, wow. Dion, are you there? Did I scare you away? All right, I'm not sure where Dion is this morning. Let's see if we can uh, get him back on the line. No, it looks like we've lost Dion this morning. All right, well, we only had uh, quite literally a minute together, but um, how, does, how does, I mean, that, that's very powerful. I'm just, again, looking at some of the names on the screen over here. I see Tenka, I see Machta, I see the name of Lynette, I uh, see France's name and Louise, I see Joy over here. Um, and I see, I'm just running through the names. I mean, these are just those that have chosen to message me this morning. I see something from uh, coming all the way from uh, Kuwait, from Mariana. And I just say, to, to have the kind of day and, and to have that kind of expression in how we care for others and how we speak to others, that's been a really big deal to me. I had a big conversation with my son about this yesterday. But not only the words we speak, the power of them, but the way we say them. You know, we could say the same thing in a number of ways and get a completely different response from somebody. If somebody would be able to say today of you, I've encountered Brad, Andre, Leomi, Dennis, Mariana, whatever, and I've encountered Jesus. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.